0: Welcome back to...
1: Two Bookworms.
0: Whoa. <laughs> Wait, he usually says Two Bookworms.
1: You do. That's why I was like, what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's
0: start over. Uh, welcome to Two Bookworms. What podcast. The Book Club podcast where best friends talk about books. I'm Cameron, And I'm Lacey. And that was much better. That felt so weird. I tried to do something new on the fly. And it did not flip out. It's okay. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, right? yeah. Uh, Sometimes it's just routine. Sometimes it's just routine. Have you heard about that? I was just, right right before you called me, I was watching this Will of Fortune clip. Have you heard Uh about this? No. Okay. So the chick is, like, uh, guessing the final thing. Like, there's a bunch of letters up there, and she's, like, guessing the phrase or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it was like... Shit, I can't remember what the phrase was. But she paused between the second to last word and the last word. And Pat Sajak said she didn't win. And he opens up the envelope, and it's an Audi Q3 that she would have won. And she guessed the right phrase. Oh. I, think, I think that was the phrase, was guessing the right word. I think that's what it was. And she goes, guessing the right word. He goes, now you know you can't pause. So you're going to – so. She didn't win, and and fans are like losing their shit. And apparently, Audi tweeted today that they're giving her a car. Oh, good.
1: Okay. I'm like, damn, Pat Sajak. It's Jack. It's right cold.
0: <laughs> Cold-hearted. Whew. People are heated. I don't ever watch Wheel of Fortune. I haven't watched it in years.
2: Wild.
1: Um. So, how are you? How Have you been? Good. Good so ready for some days off <laughs> oh, i know i know i know so as
0: of four fifteen today i'm off for 10 days nice. Ooh, what about you
1: i'm off until tuesday i work tuesday and then i'm off until like the fourth <laughs> damn why didn't you say off tuesday Because, like, it was strictly just to run out days that were going to expire, and then our CEO gave us, like, two extra days that had to be yours during the time frame and all that. So Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have been off as long as I was if it was not for all that.
0: Well, that sounds awesome. Are you going to do anything, like, fun or special or?
1: No. (laughs) I'm going to clean the house that I haven't been able to. I'm going to, like, clean the stains out of my carpets and stuff.
0: Oh, fun. Um, I did that this week. I deep cleaned, started while Steve was out of town, and then I kept it going. Steve and I were, like, cleaning last night, like, all of our stainless steel appliances, which are impossible to get streak-free, by the way. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I was like, bro, when we buy a house, we're not getting stainless steel. This shit sucks. Yeah, it does. So, do you, are all your stainless steel? I can't remember. Yes. So, how do you
1: get them streak-free? We have these stainless steel wipes, and, like, I have to kind of do a Mr. Miyagi. Because
2: <laughs> <laughs> you got to like,
1: wipe them with a towel. Right. That's exactly what okay. I'm doing. Like, I'm wiping with a stainless steel wipe, and then I'm, as I'm wiping that, as I'm leaving and going to a new area, I'm wiping behind it with a paper towel.
0: Okay. I'm going to try some of those wipes and then do that. Because we were using Bar Keeper's Friend, but then I was going it over. It no. was just, like, a dry towel, but no, it did not work. No. It did the oven pretty good and the microwave, but the fridge, man, the fridge looks horrible. Mm, mm, mm. Well, let's go ahead and do our second sweet. If you're new, our second sweet it's from a Colleen Hoover book. Funny. And it's where <laughs> we talk about a suck for the week and a sweet. So, Lacey, what is your suck for the week?
1: So, my suck for the week is, I mean, I basically just mentioned it. My day's off instead of resting. I'm just going to clean. Because I don't ever have time to do it otherwise.
0: And that's what sucks about being an adult.
1: Yeah, very it's much. The,
0: sometimes the time off that you have to take is doing like adult shit.
1: That you don't have time to do otherwise. Yeah.
0: Right. Doctors' appointments or
1: mm-hmm. car exactly. appointments. Like, Steve had exactly. To go to the
0: inspected and registered today, and
1: yeah, we've got to do that with the truck this month yeah it's
0: and that's why he went and did it today because you know we're going to be gone and if you don't do it in the month then you have to go to like the tax office which yeah. is going to take like all fucking day whereas if you do it during the month you can go to like Tom Thumb
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: so he was like I have to get it done today <laughs> so we did it <laughs> yay well my sex yes. for the week Um, it's it's actually kind of funny so, okay, I'm going to tell you the story, the way that it happened, right? So, you know that Sex in the City has started a, is it a revival
1: or a reboot? It's a reboot, isn't it? They've got the newest season with three of the four. Yes, so the Samantha's not on it.
0: So it's the original people. So I don't know if that's a revival or reboot, whatever. And now it's called, it's not revival. called Sex in the City, it's called And Just Like That. Okay. Revival. Samantha's not on it. We knew it was going to be shit. Have you watched it?
1: No, not yet. You, oh, um, it's okay. It's okay. Okay.
0: (laughs) I was like, uh, then I can't tell
1: you. Okay. It's a big
0: spoiler, but you may have already seen it on the internet. Yes. Okay. Big dies in the first episode. Yeah. And so someone, I was just on our bookstagram. I like, you know, mingling and I saw someone was like um hey you know what did, and, and just like that what did you guys think da 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 and so I said spoiler alerts! I hate what they did with Samantha because basically they have said that when it first starts they like run into someone they know and they're like where's Samantha and they're like oh she's in London working but then later on in the episode they're like yeah Carrie's like I can't believe that You know, when I dropped her as a publicist, she just stopped talking to me. I just feel like her ATM. And I was like, the fuck? First of all, Mm. Samantha was your friend before you were famous. Yeah. She became your publicist as a favor to you when you got your, like, first book deal. And Samantha was far more successful than Carrie ever was. So I hate that they did that. And I was like, and they just made her seem like, like, Samantha was the most loyal out of all of them, and Samantha would never do that, so that's what I said. I said she was the most loyal out of all of them, and then I put it to kill Big Off riding a Peloton 20 minutes after they had him bait on screen. No, no, no. So,
1: <laughs> in one part, well, you know why they did that, don't you? Why there's sexual assault allegations against him. Well, this
0: was before any of that ever came out. They filmed so this sure. earlier in the year. So that's what, that's, a, that's another theory, is a lot of people think they wrote him off. But, however, they were going to make a third movie many, many years ago, after the second one came out, and the screenplay was leaked. And in the screenplay, he died. So it's like the same storyline that we've already heard that was leaked, that he was going to die. So before he dies in the episode, Carrie like goes up to him, and she's like, I want to see you like masturbate in front of me. So they did this dude fucking dirty. They had this dude masturbate on screen and then kill him on a Peloton. So that's when I said. To <laughs> that was I was like, they're going to have him bait and then kill him. No. Okay. So the person wrote back to me and that's when I realized whose post it was. I had commented on. Yes. <laughs> Do you remember that book we read last year called this time next year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. By Sophie Cousins. It was uh-huh. Sophie Cousins' post. So she writes <laughs> back and she said, There's no way Samantha wouldn't fl- call or fly out. I agree that she was the most loyal. And then I'm like, Oh my God, I just wrote on Sophie Cousins' Instagram about Mr. Big masturbating. And I said, Bait. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Pam, on our podcast page. Yes. <laughs> Steve was like, uh, I think that's pretty like on par with your whole show. Yeah,
1: yeah pretty like, much. It's on
0: brand for you guys. Yeah, it Sorry, is. Sorry, I didn't mean to ruin all of Sex and the City for you, but don't even fucking watch it, Lazy. Like, just remember them the way they were.
1: You know, <sighs> I mean, I didn't even like the movies as much as I had liked the show, I so see. I knew I probably wouldn't like this revival
0: But you're right, now he has all the – well, first, after he died, you know, they revived him in the Peloton ad, which was genius. And apparently, Ryan Reynolds owns an advertising firm, and that's who pulled that commercial off in, like, 48 hours. (laughs) Why is Ryan Reynolds owning an advertising firm?
1: Look, it's smart to invest your money in other places when you have it. That's
0: true. And he was, like – he put this whole, like, commercial together because I was like, man, whoever – like. Peloton's marketing department deserves like a raise. Nope. It was Ryan Reynolds. No wonder
1: that explains it.
0: (laughs) So then after the Peloton ad and after everyone's like, Oh my God, Mr. Big, just like Lacey said, all these sexual assault allegations come out. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, and that's what I read. Exactly what you said. I read a lot of comments that were like, I think they already knew about this and that's why they killed him off. But he's credited in all 10 episodes. I think we Mm -hmm. only have three out. You (laughs) know
1: what? Two. It could be, because, you know, they film multiple scenes and multiple takes and all of that. It could be that these came out and they pulled all of the scenes with him and went a different direction.
0: That's, yeah. Yeah, that's very true, because he was fired from that other show he's working on. So, yeah, you yeah. totally be right. We'll see. Anyways, that's my suck for the week. What's your sweet... Sorry, Sophie. I'm so sorry that I said the word bait on your... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm <laughs> <laughs>
1: Apologies, <laughs> with <your> really. his <laughs> sweet So we're filming this early. Tomorrow's Christmas. Tomorrow's Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. Well, Christmas, but well, we do Christmas on Christmas Eve. But, oh, you do?
0: Yeah. Like with your, but, So, is your son going to be home tomorrow?
1: Yes. Okay, and then cool. he'll be gone to his dad's on Christmas Day. But we went to the eye doctor today. Mm-hmm. His vision changed, so he's no longer farsighted. He's now nearsighted. Oh, I didn't but what that, thank thank goodness for insurance, because changing his lenses only cost me $10 today. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, I didn't know he wore glasses. Only when he's doing schoolwork and stuff. Gotcha. 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 Okay.
0: Well, that's how much would it have been if he didn't have insurance?
1: Like $150. Mm. Mm, mm, mm.
0: Well, that's good. $10. Did he get like new frames, or did they just changed out the lenses? No.
1: We just changed out the lenses. Mama, you got the money for both because huh, just only <laughs> pays one or the other. Really? Yeah.
0: Well, that sucks. What happens if he like loses them or something?
1: Well, then I gotta pay for it. And he ain't got. He he just don't wear glasses. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
0: So um, it's, if Christmas is tomorrow, just so does Santa come tonight for him or?
1: He, he doesn't believe in Santa. He knows Santa isn't real. Oh, okay. Okay.
0: I didn't. I think I asked him that. Yeah. When we were, we, um Lacey had a cookie decorating night at her house and she and I and her son had a blast. Yeah, we did. He kept calling us sassy. He was like, you two are so sassy. And I'm like, have you never met your mother? Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's been this way the entire 12 years you've been alive. Yeah was no, he was so funny. And then we gave him an education on scary movies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so
0: funny. Yeah. I just, I just telling Steve, he just kept telling us how sassy we were. Mm-hmm. And he thought it was crazy that we were, like, listening to Christmas music and dancing and enjoying ourselves.
1: <laughs> I was like, dude, that's what you're supposed to do.
0: Like Lacey is an amazing cookie decorator, by the way. No. Your cookies looked amazing. Like, those are the ones I posted on my Instagram because yours looked better
1: than mine. We used to decorate cookies, like, every other weekend. We just need to get a good
0: icing recipe. Yes. If you have a royal icing recipe, please send it in to uh, two bookworms and one podcast on Instagram.
1: (laughs) Or any icing recipe, really. But my mom told me. The whole point of the meringue powder is just mm-hmm. so it dries faster. That's it.
0: Well, then the, then we're missing something else, because ours wasn't runny enough, I feel like. Yeah. Like, it was too... Like, we... Like, I... In my head, I was thinking we would squirt it on our cookie, and then it would just, like, flow, and then we could kind of manipulate it. But ours, like, we had to spread it out with a knife. So we yeah. didn't get, like, a really smooth, glossy finish, like I was thinking we would. So we'll see we'll see well my suite for the week is colleen hoover followed us on instagram yes! i almost died when i saw that i was like We've made it holy <laughs> shit if no one else follows us for the rest of my life i will i will die happy. we have made it <laughs> oh my god that was amazing um yeah that was like I couldn't even think straight the rest of the day. I was like, oh, my God, Steve, Colleen Hoover followed us, <laughs> which she would be totally fine if I commented on her post about someone baiting. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you, the signs in her store were hilarious. One was like, yes. if you have, like, rowdy kids in here, we'll feed them to the zombies and shit. <laughs> I wish i had taken a picture of all of them. They're very on brand with her personality. So funny. Mm-mm-mm. Well, I have a few other things before we talk about our book. Um, well, one other thing, and this is book related because, you know, I love the Jack Reacher series. I talk about it far too much. And it was even in our book that we read, Beatriz. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Beatreed. What's his name? Yeah, yeah August- I'm pretty sure. August- Augustus? Yeah, okay. Augustus. Augustus. He mentions him a lot, which I found so and so adorable. And um, and yes, I'm obsessed with Jack Reacher because Tom Cruise played him in two movies. Well, Amazon has a new Jack Reacher movie coming out. And guess what? It's not fucking Tom Cruise anymore.
2: <laughs> it's some
0: no name dude. And I'm like, he was like, hey, look at this new Jack Reacher movie. I was like, "You mean, Jack Ryan. And he's like, no, this says Jack Reacher. So I look it up and I'm like, they recasted him fuck all of them fuck amazon fuck jeff bezos and fuck anyone that had anything to do with that right? you
1: know it. that's one thing i don't like is when they have a series of movies with one actor and then they change it all of a sudden
0: i mean look at james bond look at how many james i
1: mean,
0: i think they are different you have to do that
1: yeah that's different though
0: and also like jack ryan look at how many jack ryan's there have been
1: when you can explain it, that's different. But like, <laughs> you know, like this close mummies, together. Though. I agree. Like all of the mummies were like, you know, Brendan Fraser. Continue, continue. And then The last one wasn't, and yeah, no, it just does. It doesn't land the same when you change actors like that. There's a mummy without Brendan Fraser. I'm pretty sure. I'm Why are you shaking sure? your head, Steve? There wasn't. We I've never seen a mummy without Brendan Fraser. I thought maybe it, was, maybe it was, like, a spinoff.
0: Is it supposed to be the same character? Steve, I don't know. Let's look this shit up. I Honestly, now that you're saying that, Lacey, I think you're correct.
1: It might have been a spinoff.
0: Let's see. Was anyone in it the same?
1: You know what? It could be that I'm thinking of the one that was with Tom Cruise. Like, the newest
0: one? Oh, okay. I actually really liked that movie. <laughs> uh,
1: Yeah, you would. Well, there's the <laughs> Scorpion
0: King, and that's a spinoff, but that has The Rock in it. Yeah. From The Mummy. The Mummy Returns. The Mummy Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. Brendan Fraser. Oh, you know, they recasted the chick in that one. It's not that's Rachel what it That's yeah. what it was. That's what it was. It Wasn't was some other teenager,
1: shit. It was her. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I knew it was somebody.
0: And that I get that, me. though. I get that, though. For real. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's like you don't even realize it, and you're like, oh, that's a different person. And then sometimes you're like, but when they're that close together, like, for instance, how they're making a new Batman with Robert Pattinson, like, bro. We just got a new Batman, which was Ben Affleck. And that was right after we had Christian Bale, which was a new Batman. Yeah. Like, we don't need this many Batmans. No,
1: we don't.
0: And that – I hate that when they're so close together. Or, yeah. I mean
1: – The Spider-Mans, the too.
0: Spider-Man. That's exactly – you read my mind. I was like, how many fucking Spider-Men have we had? Yeah. I will say the new one was so fucking badass, though, and if you haven't seen it, you should see it. Oh, it was so freaking good. Um, But, yeah, it's just too many – too many. Too much. Too much. Let's like, let's dig into some of those other characters. There's plenty of books and plenty of comic books to pull yes. material from. Yes. It's confusing people. Mm, mm,
1: mm, mm, Okay.
0: So this week we read The Mistletoe Kisser, which was a little Christmas read. So overall, I'm really nervous to ask if you liked it. I
1: did. I did.
0: Okay. Okay, give
1: give them a cutesy little Christmas read. It is.
0: It's a very cutesy little Christmas book. Um, I'm going to pull up the questions while you give them a synopsis.
1: So, Samuel lives in a small town called Blue Moon. What Mm -hmm. What is it? Blue? Yeah, just Blue Moon. Moon. Mm -hmm. And this older gentleman's great nephew comes mm -hmm. to this solstice festival when they're like 14. They end up getting along well. They kiss. Well, 15 years later, she runs into his great nephew again, mm-hmm. and he doesn't remember her. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and he's and, there to save the family farm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the great uncle's like, I had to go help someone, but the, the bank's about to take my my farm. So you And he's an mm-hmm. accountant. He's like, here's all the receipts that I've had for 40 years. Figure this shit out. Bye.
1: Yeah.
0: And she's a vet. <laughs> yeah.
1: And it goes from there.
0: Yep. So, um, first question, what was your favorite part of the book?
1: So, <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. The first night Ryan's there, he gets drunk because he's lost his job. hmm And, like, in front of Sammy, he just rips his pants off <laughs> without realizing <laughs> that he's got no underwear on. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I laughed so hard.
0: Yes, this is definitely a book that you will laugh audibly a lot. lot. Um, Lucy's score is so freaking witty. We'll talk about that when we get to the writing question. My favorite part of the book is the banter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She writes banter so well and these characters, Ryan is a very uptight corporate accountant from Seattle. Moot. he's so, he's the Grinch, for real. Um, He's from Seattle. He just got fired because one of his clients was, like, the mob or something. He's
1: embezzling money. Yes,
0: and they're like, Ryan, you're the accountant. You should have figured this out. And it's kind of like this line of, like, maybe you don't ask those kinds of questions because it's, like, a big client kind of situation. So he's been fired, and he's, like, losing his shit because he is meticulous, and he has his life planned out. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, I I drop off my dry cleaning on Monday because it's cheaper. And I wear this coat, this shirt this day. And I mean, he's just so by the book. So not having a job and not having a plan is just really messing with him. And Sam is more just kind of like, okay, we're just going to do this now. And she's like a livestock vet, but she's filling in for the town vet who has like food poisoning or something. hmm and he, when he gets to the town, um, he goes to his great uncle's farm and he like accidentally, he thinks, hits a sheep. Mm-hmm. So he takes the sheep to the vet and that's how they meet. And that whole scene is hilarious. Um And he's like, here, here's a vet. Here's the, here's a sheep. I think I hit it. It's not mine. And she's like, okay, well, he's fine. So you can take him back. He's like, no, he's not mine. And he really is just like the biggest freaking grump. So Um, next question. What was your least favorite part of the
1: book? I don't think I really had a least favorite part of the book. Maybe the fact that there was a few characters I didn't really know Mm -hmm. that I felt like I would have known had I read read more of the series. But, I mean, Mm -hmm. they're not crucial to the story. Yeah, and
0: so the first time I read this was last Christmas, and this was the first book in the series that I read. Cause I like saw someone post about it. I didn't realize it was the eighth book in the series, mm-hmm. but they were like, Oh, don't worry. Like you can read it as a standalone. It's not a big deal. So reading it the first time I was just like, okay, these are townspeople right. but reading it now that I've read all the books and I know who these people are. I kind of got all over nervous. Yes. And I kind of got nervous cause I was like, Oh shit. I was like, Lacey, listen, there's about to be a lot of names that are going <laughs> back and forth. And I like, I didn't realize the first time I read it, Cause it's kind of giving an update on people from past books and the townspeople are kind of more central to the other stories. They're in this one too, but not as much. So it, but like Lacey said, it doesn't take away from the story. No. You just kind of got to remember like who's who for a minute. Yeah. Um, so I could see you that. You got to remember uh,
1: whose brother is who and all of that. Yes.
0: Yes. And the brothers are the first three books. And then. The fourth book is one of the sisters that the brother marries, and then the next book is the other sister, and then I don't remember who else. Um, my least favorite part, yeah, I think I will agree with you, because for people that have never read the series, I could see so that would be like you're like, whoa, who the fuck are all these people? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they are memorable, and they're in each their yeah. own way. Yeah, they are. Uh, was it a fast or slow read and why?
1: It was fast.
0: hmm Yeah, I read the majority of it last night and today. <laughs> it's pretty fast.
1: It's Same, pretty but fast. yeah, it was really fast.
0: And these are a mix of Oprah's Book Club questions and our own. Which event scene or character has stuck with you the most?
1: <sighs> the fact. <laughs> That they have two Ryans in the family, and the one she kissed at the <laughs> festival when she was younger was not the Ryan. Yes. <laughs> that showed up when they were older.
0: Yes, that was hilarious. Um, it is a very cutesy book, but then towards uh, like the last third, it does get very steamy.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I will say the other books have more sexual content throughout. And this one, it really just is like that last third.
1: I would say though that Sammy propositions Ryan, like yes. in the beginning of the book, to have a sexual yes. relationship.
0: So, as after they've
1: met at the vet's
0: office, um, his great uncle has some chickens at his place that he's keeping for her because she is trying to start this like sanctuary for like abused farm animals. And she has land, but it's not ready yet. Like, she's renovating the barn and the pastures and everything. So he's keeping those chickens. So she has to go out there anyways. That's why she sees Brian without pants on, because she's there that night to basically put the chickens up for the night. Because they're her chickens, but Carson Shufflebottom's watching them for her. And um, so that's how they keep, like, running into one another. And then the next day he needs to get into town and his rental car was like an electric car that he didn't charge. So his car won't work. So that's how he kind of keeps like tagging along to her different stops. And, um, he, she propositions him like throughout their day as they're running their errands, she's like, Hey, since you're like going back to Seattle anyways, do you want to do it? And he like, spits his coffee out all over the car, which is hilarious. That scene is so funny because you just like see it in your mind. Um, but I think the scene that stuck with me the most is towards the end when she opens her Christmas present under the Christmas tree. You know what I'm talking about?
1: No. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Where he's like got her on all fours under the Christmas tree and he's like taking off her clothes as he's telling her to open this present. And as she's opening this present, he's like sticking his fingers inside of her. Okay. That was hot. And my cheeks are flushed, and it's not just because I'm drinking wine. It's because that scene was hot. (laughs) And there's just something, like, attractive about a grump, you know? Yeah. Maybe, okay, another thing I realized, a funny grump. Another thing I realized while reading this book, Ryan is Steve. (laughs) Is he not? Practically. A little
2: bit, a little bit, yeah.
0: All about money. Grumpy. What was funny. <laughs> funny? Steve's the town grump. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, what did you think of the writing? Are there any standout sentences or vocabulary? Uh,
1: I didn't notice any standout sentences or vocabulary, but the writing was smooth. It all flowed. Mm-hmm. It definitely felt more Christmassy. In the colors and the weather in the writing, whereas mm-hmm. it wasn't so much in our last book.
0: What was our last book again?
1: Royal Holiday.
0: Oh, yes. Okay, yes. I agree with you. And because they're preparing for the Solstice Festival. Mm-hmm. So there's like, yeah. Um, I love the way Lucy Score writes. I mean, does it not feel like a Gilmore Girls episode or something? Pretty much. It's just so, she's just so witty. And the way she writes the dialogue, it's just like so back and forth. And I love that. I love that so much. Like that speaks to me. And I'm, I don't know how else to explain it. I love her writing. And this book is very fast paced. There's not like yeah. a lot of spots where it lulls or you're nope. like, oh my God, I gotta hurry. Up. It's just like, bam, 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 bam. So great. Um, would you want to read another book by this author? Yes. She actually has another Christmas book on Kindle Unlimited that just came out. It's not part of Blue Moon. It's just a standalone.
1: I think I'm going to have to read some more of
0: Blue Moon. I don't know yet. <laughs> you have to. Like, oh, my God. Yes. Go back to the beginning of Blue Moon. It's Carter's story, the oldest brother first, and then go from there. You're going to love them. And then I think I'm going to read that Christmas book this weekend, the other Christmas book. I love her book. She's great. Um, did reading the book impact your mood in any way? How and where?
1: I mean, it just got me more into the Christmassy feel because I was also reading it in between watching Christmas movies. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're very jolly over there.
0: Um, It impacted, yeah, the same. It made me feel Christmassy, but it's like 80 degrees here now, so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not so Christmassy. <laughs> what surprised you most about the book?
2: Um...
1: I'd have to say that she was a farm animal vet, livestock vet, yeah. because I don't think I've ever recalled any of those in the books that I've read. Yeah, me neither. Which if you think about
0: it, it makes sense because you're like, yeah, someone has to do it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, but, uh, but the, yeah. that it's the first mention, like we've come across accountants before, businessmen, all that crap, but mm-hmm. never livestock vets.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so funny story, the vet that we go to is actually specializes in lifestyle. <laughs>
1: Ours too. She's right next to right yeah. the radio. Uh, that's
0: funny. So, but, uh, like he has an office, like you go, I'm sure he comes yeah. out to your place if like you have a bunch of horses or a bunch of cows yeah. or something. But, um, I think because each book focuses on a different town's person and they all like one of them runs the pierce acres farm one of them's the mayor one of them runs a bed and breakfast one of them um is an author like they all because you know they're all contributing to the city it's a very small town mm-hmm. so yeah it makes sense that they'd have like a vet. you know what they need to do a book oh here you go lucy's for a dentist Ooh. blue moon needs a dentist and you know what else blue moon needs a book uh, well they have a bookstore but me and lacy could come and run the bookstore <laughs> I mean, that's just like my dream is like living in a small town and like owning like a bookshop. Wouldn't that be fun? Would be fun. Rusty could be the bookstore dog, and Sugar. I
1: could read all day while
0: working. Sugar doesn't like that many people though. No. We'll just have to bring her in when we're like stocking stuff,
1: or she'll just have to have her own confines upstairs that she can see out or something. There you go. Rusty will be the one greeting people. Be like, hi, I'm Rusty
0: want to read today he's looking at me (laughs) um next question what surprised oh wait did i answer that did you answer that yes she was a bit did Mm. i answer that i would say the first time i read it what surprised me most was the beautification committee oh let's talk about them for a minute so yes you're reading this and it's this cute little rom-com and they have this cute little meet cute and You know, Ryan's grumpy, but, you know, she plays very well off of that. They can banter pretty well. Mm -hmm. And it's like, she's like, it's so crazy that I had my first kiss with you when I was 15. And now here you are, but you don't remember. And then come to find out, he's like, yeah, that wasn't me. That was my cousin Ryan Shufflebottom. I'm Ryan Sosa. So Mm -hmm. it's the wrong Ryan or whatever. And she's like, oh, okay. Well, then he says something to her and she's like, wait a minute, what did you say? And I can't remember what he said to her. And that's when it dawns on her. So in Blue Moon, and when you read the other books, the more you read, the the like you don't really know who they are the first few books. But as you, they kind of like, it reveals who they are. They are basically the town matchmakers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And their job is to match up the singles, not just like find someone to match. But what does our town need? We need a yoga teacher. So this sounds like a good idea. We need an Italian restaurant. Let's bring in someone that can do that. We need an accountant to help with Mason's accounting firm that he just opened, who's another townsperson. So you find out in this book, they are the ones pulling all the strings. Mm -hmm. They're the ones that brought Ryan out here. There was no family farm drama because Ryan's like looking through all these paperwork and he's like, I don't see any mention of a loan. And he runs his uncle's credit. And he's like, his land's been paid for for like 40 years. It was a story that the beautification committee cooked up to get Ryan out here because Sammy was next on their list to hook up. And they said, we need a town grump and we need an accountant that can help with Mason's firm. So that's why we brought him out here. And he seemed like he'd be a good match for Sam. Well, then the whole scene at the festival where she's like, it's the wrong Ryan. And they're like, what?
2: (laughs) Hilarious.
0: And they're like, we need a town grump. He's the perfect town grump. So freaking funny. I think that's what surprised me most. And then they try to bring the right Ryan later, but he's like a total D-bag. Yeah. And they're like, here, we got the right Ryan. And the other Ryan's like, no. And he, like, punches him. So funny. Um, How did your opinion of the book change when you reached the ending? It didn't. I mean, I yeah, still
1: loved it, was, it. Still thought it was a cute story. Yeah.
0: Yeah. How does the book's title work in relation to the book's contents? It works. Yep. Overrated or underrated?
1: Uh, what's the rating on Goodreads? Let's see. Ooh, 4.54. Th- I'd say it's about par. Yeah.
0: Yep, I would say that that is I would give it 4.5 stars also. Loved it. it.
1: Had me laughing so much. Yeah, I laughed a lot. Did it remind you of any other books? Yes. I mean, it's a cliche romantic, yeah, you know, comedy, yeah.
0: But you love it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Do you? How did it impact you? Do you think you'll remember it in a few months or years?
1: I mean, I'm definitely gonna read the series. So it impacted me I'm enough excited. that I like her writing.
0: I'm so excited you're gonna read the series. I think I already know who your favorite's gonna be. I'm just gonna throw it out there. Lacey's favorite is gonna be Jacks.
1: I don't know. I kind of really liked Ryan though. I really like Ryan, too. Just because he's a good
0: guy. I don't know. I've been liking good guys lately. Do you want me to tell you who my favorite is, or do you want to read it and guess? Let me read it and guess. Okay. Okay. Um, would you ever consider rereading? Uh,
1: prob- I probably will after I read the others in front of it, just so I can get a better sense of who's who.
0: Yeah. And I did reread it. This, this was a reread for me. Um, any lingering questions or plot holes that you're still thinking about? No. Yeah, it ties everything up pretty nicely. Mm-hmm. Um all of her books have an epilogue. Yes. So I would like to I would like another Blue Moon book, to Lucy Score, please. It's been a year. I need another I need another one. No more breaks. well she's been writing so much other stuff just not Blue Moon she's had like four or five books come out this year that woman is a machine and it's a good machine yeah it's a good machine there's a lot of I'm sure it's hard because she did the three brothers and then she did all the sisters so Mm -hmm. then it's like okay okay, who do you do next but I think there's plenty of townspeople to pull from yeah
1: there's plenty
0: of people in this one
1: but a lot of them are married already, too, though.
0: A lot of them are married. But that's because it's, like, giving you an update on those people. Yeah. Mhm. There's, like, there's a runner. There's – oh, her friend Layla. Yeah. Her friend Layla. I feel like that's the most obvious one because
1: Eden is the book before this. And You already got the nerd and the goth married. And they don't
0: really have their own book.
1: Um, so. Ellery –
0: she is Beckett, the mayor's he's the he's the town mayor, but he's also the town lawyer. And she's his like paralegal slash receptionist. So you get a bit of her in his book, but then you get a bit of her in one of the sister's books because she's married to the sister's ex-fiance. And her mat, I don't want to I don't want to ruin it for you. I'll just talk. you can talk to me after you read it. <laughs> OK, you do get a little bit of story, but they do not have their own book, but it's a good one. It's funny. But yeah, they're complete opposites because she's goth and he's like Ryan, like an account, like prim and proper accountant, irons his khakis. <laughs> it's funny. Good stuff. Good book. I lo- I, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, I was worried. I was worried all the people would throw would throw you off, but I'm glad that you no. liked it.
1: No. It's not like, you know, Christmas City where there's just way too many people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I um, I think it's my favorite Christmas book that I've ever read, though.
1: It's a pretty good
0: one, yeah, it's up there, well, i uh went to Barnes and Noble to buy our next book, and I also bought Horror store.
1: <laughs> it's good, you'll like it,
0: so I'm excited about that they didn't have they had two horror stores and then they had several um vampires, the book club's guide to whatever mhm. They didn't have any Final Girls support group. I bought it there, but they didn't have any other ones. And they didn't have any of his other books. And I'm like, man, I need to get y'all some Grady Hendrix up in here. Really? He needs a new book to go. Co- well, I guess he just had one in July.
1: Grady, we're ready. Yeah, no, we're ready for another one. <sighs> Give me more. Right. So we have our
0: next book, Lacey Pick. Um Yes. It sounds incredible. What's it called?
1: A History of Wild Places by Shay Earnshaw. It just came out
0: like a week or two ago, but it has amazing reviews. Um, it was all, when I went and bought it at Barnes and Noble, it was like what they were recommending. Oh, nice. So, yeah, it's supposed to be really good. I'm really excited. I'm taking it with us to Colorado, so I'll probably start it there. So we're going to read that in two weeks. Mm-hmm. You we know, two weeks from when this comes out to read it. Send us your questions, thoughts, pictures, reviews.
2: Two one
1: podcast at gmail dot com.
0: Or on Instagram at Two Bookworms One Podcast. Um was there anything else we needed to talk about? I don't think so. Oh, um we're probably gonna do like a talky so maybe of like year in review. Okay. Like, all of our favorite reads of, like, 2021. Um, I think we can pull that off. Yeah. So that will come out a week from today. And then two weeks from today, we'll read A History of Wild Places. I don't know yes. that we're going to do another talkie episode. I think that's just going
1: to be, like, a special New Year. It's thing. just, yeah, end of the year, New Year thing, yeah. But we'll because then we this. also have our book challenges to review
0: yes yes we do and that is the main thing I want to get through is that and then like the um goodreads you know they do their awards mm-hmm. for like the best book of the year and stuff so we'll talk about all that and then yeah send us your favorite like whatever like if you read something in 2021 that blew you away send it to us and we'll talk about it
1: or our favorite read that you've read this year
0: yes yeah. and then I Lacey and I usually do a favorite like podcast book and then like a favorite book we read outside of the podcast. hmm Now I gotta think about what my favorite one was. It's gonna be tough. I know, me too. Have yes. I even read
1: outside the podcast? Yeah I have, but it's yes, all You have. What...
0: <laughs> You have to look at your Goodreads. Thank goodness for Goodreads though. But really? yes, it is outdated, but it is still useful. It just needs a little facelift. That's it. That's all. No biggie. Oh, and at the end... Okay, so we got to tell them how mistletoe kisser ends. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, also, Sam has, like, overloaded herself and is trying to do too much. Like, she's trying to make these wreaths for the booth at the Solstice Festival because she's trying to raise money for her sanctuary. You, yeah, And she has, like, this stack of grants that she was supposed to apply for, but she's just been too busy. And he's like, dude, think about all this money... You, that you're throwing away by making these wreaths. He's like, "What's your margins?" She's like, "Margins." And I'm like, "That is a Steve Milner move right there." Talking about margins.
1: <laughs> and he's like, "How much like, the you cost sell- and profit?"
0: Right. He's like, "You would make way more money applying for these grants than you would selling these wreaths, making like what five dollars a wreath." Come on. So he basically helps her. He like rallies the town and they all help her get it together because an emergency uh, comes up that she has to go and treat these these animals. And she comes back and like everything is done, and he's filled out all the grants for her, and they made all the wreaths, and he saved the day. And um, (laughs) it is a little cheesy and silly because he like decides after knowing her for 72 hours he's moving in with her. (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: But we um, all know it's a romance book. It's it's a you know,
0: and he explains their timeline is different. He says you like I feel like I have this ice in my chest, but when I'm around you, I don't feel that, and you make me feel like it's okay to not have a plan, and I like the way that I feel like that. So he explains why, Um, and then they decide to live together, and then the epilogue a year later they get engaged. Yay! Yeah. Funny things I wrote down (laughs) when they go initially the morning after you know he's hungover and. You know, he's wearing like loafers and it's in snow and he's like all muddy. She takes him to an outfitters to get some clothes. And the owner, Mrs. McCafferty, this is a hilarious scene as well. Um, Like most small towns, Blue Moon is a gossip mill. Yeah. And he's telling her, like, he's saying in front of Mrs. McCaffrey, like, oh, you Sam made me breakfast. It was delicious. And Mrs. McCafferty like, gets out a yellow notepad and starts making <laughs> notes. <laughs> and Sam's like, stop talking right now. She's like, I don't need the whole town, like, assuming that we slept together because I made you breakfast. Like, she was, in reality, she was there to feed the chickens and let the, and make sure that he let them out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan is probably one of the most uptight people I've ever met. He's so uptight. He's all about lists. He's all about lists, and it shows his list many times. But I find it odd that he's so uptight, but he doesn't wear underwear. I feel like it's think She she
1: made that point in the book, too. She even said
0: that to him. Oh, yeah, you're right. She does say Mm -hmm. that. And then um I didn't get the Napoleon thing where he's scared to ride a horse. I didn't either. And I tried to Google it and couldn't really find anything. Steve, do you know anything about Napoleon and a horse? A
1: horse. Maybe it's because he was so little. I don't know.
0: Steve said he's seen Napoleon's horse's skeleton. Okay. <laughs> um, I liked. This is really weird. And this is like a sexual thing. So if you don't want to hear it, go ahead and turn it off. I like that they use the condom because a yeah. lot of romance books do not. Yes. They're just like, Oh, I'm on the afterwards. They're like, Oh, I'm on the pill. <laughs> like that's not real life. I don't but know it why it fits that Ryan because he's so it- anger retentive. Exactly. It fits Ryan because Ryan- they're like kissing and he's like, Oh, got-, got a condom in my wallet. And I'm like, So Ryan, but,
1: but that. That one wouldn't be good anymore. (laughs) The one in the wallet? Yeah. (laughs) So, did you see?
0: Have you seen that meme where the dude keeps it in the Nintendo game? You know, remember how the games used to come in those plastic cases? Yeah. He keeps his condoms in that. Because, like you said, when you keep them in your wallet, they get like worn out and stuff because you're like bending your wallet and sitting on it. And so, that's why he said he keeps them in that Nintendo case. (laughs) that sounds like a Ryan thing um I wrote down this quote that I thought was I mean I love Lucy's score I love her writing but it just made me like giggle you said
1: that's me, that, that. yeah you're Ryan positive,
0: uh, yeah <laughs> did you hear
1: him no I heard I heard him say you think that's me but I didn't yeah, hear his Yeah, he said you think why. that's me he
0: said you think that I'm the dude that puts the condom in the Nintendo case and I was like yeah he's like yeah okay <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's erotic.
0: It sounds like, I mean, that's a Steve Milner, Ryan Sosa thing. <laughs> so I wrote down this quote. Um, it says, She deserved sweet, romantic, but he couldn't slow it down. He couldn't take his time. He was pumping into her like a piston. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as cheesy as some romance books I've read. Some yeah. I mean, hello, like Crossfire, where he's like finger banging or fart ball. <laughs> but the pumping into her like a piston I had to stop and giggle like like a 12 year old (laughs) I would say overall Lucy's score is not cheesy like that like it's pretty no
1: she's not she makes it funny and I like that yeah yeah yeah
0: and then I wrote down the quote of Bruce Oakley saying we what we need a town grump so funny um Side note, I have – I just came across this random thing on Goodreads, it, like recommending books to you, you know? hmm <laughs> Okay. Hold on. So I, I didn't run across it on Goodreads. I ran across, like, a screenshot of it on Goodreads. So let me see if it's really on Goodreads before I read this. Yes, it 100% is on Goodreads. Okay, so in the name of the book – we're done with The Mistletoe Kisser. Great book. We loved it. Uh, the name of this book is called The Haunted Vagina. (laughs) And the synopsis says, It's difficult to love a woman whose vagina is a gateway to the world of the dead. (laughs) Steve is madly in love with his eccentric girlfriend, Stacy. Unfortunately, their sex life has been suffering as of late, because Steve is worried about the odd noises that have been coming from Stacy's pubic region. (laughs) <laughs> she says that her vagina is haunted she doesn't think it's that big of a deal Steve on the other hand completely disagrees <laughs> <laughs> fucking Steve's. <laughs> no this is a synopsis for a real book when a living <laughs> corpse climbs out of her during an awkward night of sex Stacy oh <laughs> <Daisy laughs> that her vagina is actually a doorway to another world <laughs> it gets better it gets better wait for it she persuades Steve to climb inside of her to explore yeah. this strange new place oh. <laughs> but, once, but once inside Steve finds it difficult to return especially once he meets an oddly attractive woman named Fig who lives oh within my. the
1: lonely haunted world between Steve and <laughs> Oh That's my god. Yeah, how do you explain that? How do you come out can and explain you that? Imagine your
0: boyfriend going into your vagina and meeting yeah. some other fish?
1: Exactly. How do you explain that?
0: Steve would be a dead man. <laughs> Steve's <laughs> over there
1: like, uh, oh, danger, danger. danger. <laughs> that is a real <laughs> book.
0: Um it's by Carlton Mellick the third, has three point four nine on good Uh, It kind of sounds like the other series, the Jack Skellington.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: So how did that end? Oh,
1: my God. (laughs) So, basically, he stops committing necrophilia out of the blue because he falls in love with the chick that's supposed to be Sally, which would Mm -hmm. never happen because you have that problem in the first place. You don't just quit cold turkeys. (laughs) <laughs> she's, she's, is she a corpse no okay gotcha and then like his long lost father appears and is like look I'm gonna die in like two weeks this is your half sister you need to adopt her <laughs> so they end up with this kid out of nowhere and that's basically it
0: oh so him and Sally have a kid
1: yeah that's okay. his, his half sister yeah
0: so basically, he stops having sex with corpses and settles down.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> out of nowhere. So what yeah. did
1: what did you rate it on Goodreads? <laughs> I don't even think I have. But oh. when I do, it's probably going to be one or two stars. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping I was
0: after my family went out to dinner the other night. Because I was asking my sister, the one who exclusively reads Smut, if she had read this. And my brother-in-law was like, that sounds like some shit she's <laughs> So I was telling them, I was like, yeah, Lacey's cousin was like, oh my god, you have to read this book. And then Lacey starts reading it, and she's like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> but you were like, I'm just too far into it to not see how it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just too morbidly
1: curious at this point. To not see how it ends.
0: You know, I might read The Haunted Vagina because like like that, I'm morbidly curious to see how this is going to go down once he meets this other chick in her vagina. Yeah,
1: yeah, me too.
0: Like, I want to know what
1: happens. I'm like invested now. You know? <laughs> yeah, we gotta
2: know. <laughs> okay,
0: I will report back and I'll let you know. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's all I have. Do you have anything else? No. Bye, guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Little, say bye.